This podcast is brought to you in affiliation with Make My Trip. For special discounts for Indicast listeners on airfare, bus and hotel reservations, log on to makemytrip.theindicast.com. Back up please. Hello and welcome to Indicast episode number 116. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have Abhishek. Hello everybody. And uh, by the way Aditya I I hope you know that we are recording this on a very sacred day. Any guess? Oh, yes, it's yeah. Sachin's birthday today. Absolutely. April 24th Sachin turns 37 and he's playing as if he is 17 or 18 and nobody including probably him thought that you know he could play T20 forget about thinking that he'll be the top scorer in the IPL tournament that is going on which yeah. by the way is I mean things are changing in IPL now <laughs> yes what do you think about the, what we are reading every day on the newspapers Lalit Modi Shashi Tharoor some model from South Africa some ex or present wife of Shashi Tharoor, Shashi Tharoor being asked to leave from his constituency or rather resigning from what? I think he resigned from as, as the external affairs minister for the state. He, correct. Now, if you really look at it, you know, I'm struggling to, to start talking about it. I don't know where to talk about it. Should I talk about it from the first tweet that Lalit Modi sent out? Yeah, uh, what was that about? What did he do? How did it all start? Because just, even I'm confused. Too much information in the newspapers nowadays about, about right? this news. In fact, Reddit.com now has a new service called Early Updates on IPL Scandal. <laughs> so, so, you know, another mobile VAS thing out there. So, how did it all start? Lalit Modi sent out uh, a tweet just stating the people who held stake in the Kochi team. And then it included Sunanda Pushkar's name. And Sunanda Pushkar is... Sunanda Pushkar is uh, the quote-unquote girlfriend of Shashi Tharoor. Lalit Modi ka tweet ko Shashi Tharoor ne reply kiya. They got into an argument over which uh, Shashi Tharoor had to resign as the Minister of State for External Affairs. Right, right. So, In fact, it was all about Lalit Modi claiming that Shashi Tharoor asked him not to reveal the stakeholders in Kochi, uh, which Modi was correct. not too happy with. And secondly, Modi said that since uh, Kochi is being owned by a consortium of a few firms, and it doesn't have a corporate identity like Sahara does when it purchased uh, a Pune for 1,700 crores. He was more towards having somebody like Sahara. He wanted uh, Ahmedabad. As he a, wanted Ahmedabad, yes. Right. He wanted a franchise for Ahmedabad and this is what is being talked about. Right. And he had no... And now, now you, you got to keep in mind that IPL is Lalit Modi's baby. He dictated everything. Who will get a, get a share in IPL? Remember, those auctions were... Right. People had no idea what IPL was. What is being said is he handpicked owners for respective teams because right. no one had any idea or, or process or policies. Now here suddenly Kochi Consortium came in, a group of unknown investors and sort of messed up his plans. <laughs> so, and you know, but I, I love the way Lalit Modi is uh, and his calm disposition in all the matches that you see on TV. When the cameras are, in, are on him, he's smiling, laughing away, yawning, smoking a cigarette, as if, you know, the world around him is crumbling as such what the media is stating. But he's like, never mind, give me five days to prepare my defense, is what he said to yeah. Rajiv Sardesai a few days back. And said, okay, if, if I have to resign, I'll do it. 
but give me a few days so but uh, i think i see a certain nervousness while he's on camera really okay. forget about modi uh, at least the commentators they have no idea what to talk about when absolutely that's that's well said man you know when when the camera is on modi th- there is a good silence for a few seconds yes exactly and gavaskar in fact just said and there is lalit modi <laughs> thank you mr gavaskar we didn't know that <laughs> Oh it must be a very hard time for everyone especially who are batting for him or don't want to say that you know we are with him or for him or against him but uh, the, the cameraman would be getting a whip after the matches the producer who, who did that who did that <laughs> exactly Stop putting him on so let's get to the core what do you think about tharoor's involvement and first of all why did he resign he didn't do anything illegal i mean being part of ipl kochi ka franchise wasn't illegal you can do business you can be a politician at the same time right i think he got caught quote unquote lying now i don't know for a fact mm-hmm. okay but what has happened is that questions have been raised as to why sunanda pushkar received the sweat equity and all this time tharun has been saying that i have no monetary participation in the team mm-hmm. a very close friend of his has received 70 crore worth of sweat equity when there has been no sweat Yes, and sweat equity in layman's terms, if I'm not wrong, is you have to put in some time in the company, and after only after which you get that amount. You don't even get that amount. क्या बोलते हैं वो certain percentage is put on your name, so you own eight percent of the team. And there have been great write-ups online as to what sweat equity is. Now, India का Companies Act 1956 has regulations for sweat equity. A company mm-hmm. can issue sweat equity only after one year. of being registered with the kochi team is not so sunanda pushkar ko kaise mila sweat equity then for allocation to be done for sweat equity the services provided by that person have to be valued by you know certain registered people you just can't give 25% of the team and that is another regulation maximum of 15% of a company stake can be given out as sweat equity and she has received a bit more than that i think 18 or 25% kuch bhi hai and and so, you know what happens in the end he she says that you know shashi tharoor has had to go through too much trouble now i hereby relinquish my sweat equity and now the companies act also says that you just can't get up one fine day and relinquish your stake because you feel like it so you are stuck with yeah. it so there is another legal tangle that will ensue no but first of all the companies act says that you cannot give out the i said what sweat equity then ikli ek saal lagta so what has been allocated to her itself is invalid so there is no question of her giving it back whatever you have received is invalid illegal hai i think I, what happened and what i didn't like is uh, and you know uh, this was pointed out by shobha de as well and i don't agree with a lot of things that she says uh, but on this point she said that he played the she's a woman and that's why everyone wants to wants to get behind her card which i think is absolutely wrong i mean you just got caught lying and also i think now is a time you know we uh, ipl we all know about money and we've read a lot of art, lot of articles about it being a money making machine etc so now that it's capitalism good time for the government to walk in and whoever the crook is whether it's modi or not they come in and they play the negotiator and get this thing sorted out with you know that's what they do right if an airline company is charging extra surcharge and two or three companies collude to do that then the government comes in and says you know what you're cheating the consumer and here's the whip actually they should have done this long time back when icl came in because ah. i bcci acted as a monopoly body then saying that you know if you go play for icl we will ban you for the rest of your life you will not be able to play for india 
There is one no. one little thing that you're forgetting, my dear friend. Like Sidhu says, BCCI is contributing 200 crore of tax revenue to government only through IPL three. And my point is, if a government is being promised X many crores of revenue, then ICL could provide maybe only one tenth. So government would have not taken notice back then. Agreed. I, I mean that that's a separate part, you know. Mm. Uh, ICL me kya hua and all those things. Uh, but why is everyone having such a big problem? I mean, we knew cricket was me betting hota hai. We knew cricket में पैसे खाते हैं. We knew cricket was a business. So why is everybody making such a big deal out of it? Because the newspapers and media would have said, "चलो सात दिन तो अपना पेट पे कोई हाथ नहीं मार सकता है. Seven, ten, fifteen days. We have enough dope to talk about. It's entertaining. Let let's face it. It's entertaining is an understatement. I mean, everything except for the sensex being affected by this, everything has had an impact. For example, political. वो मोदी एंड राजस्थान गवर्नमेंट हैज बीन लिंक्ड अप. He has been called as a shadow CM during Vasundhara Rajesh time. Lalu Prasad and the the Yadav clan has asked for BCCI, I mean for cricket to be nationalized, BCCI to nationalize. Kado, I mean a few ridiculous ideas here and there. Right. But betting circles. Here's it, you know, a fact for a fact, me a trivia for you. A few people say that the the betting circle in Gujarat is worth three thousand five hundred crores, and out of which fifty percent was pumped in from Saurashtra and Kutch alone. बिकॉज Quote unquote, an expatriate to Gujarat, so you are allowed one or two bottles. Oh, really? Yes, that's what one of my colleagues was telling me. <laughs> he keeps going to Gujarat, so he he has, <laughs> he stores those tickets, and somehow you know he he can't claim them back because you have to relinquish that ticket. So it's a very hard time for him whether to have that peg or that bottle that night or claim yeah. the money because you need to have the ticket, the original copy, claim right. it back from the company. So it's it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting. Everything is interesting. IT IT department is having a nice time. Enforcement directorate has come into this whole IPL thing. Hmm. Now FEMA charges he evaluate कर रहे हैं. The funny thing is nobody knows where the money has come from in most of the IPL teams. KKR अब तक Kolkata Knight Riders is being investigated. Uh, Rajasthan Royals is being investigated. Kings Eleven Punjab is being investigated. Right, so, right. पता है ना? Have you read about how it is all structured? Yes, for example, Jay Mehta, who is the co-owner of uh, Kolkata Knight Riders, has a firm somewhere in Mauritius which owns 45% stake in KKR. The other 55, rest of it is owned by Shah Rukh Khan himself, and uh, it is also being allegedly said that uh, Jay Mehta is representing Modi in some way or the other for KKR. It's all hearsay. Yes, yes. Speculations. Speculation. And but but there is also a fact that uh, Lalit Modi has involved lots of. many of his relatives to own teams it's not just teams but also businesses that are related to ipl for example apna wo global cricket ventures karke company hai who owns all the internet and mobile rights for ipl that is owned by a mauritius company which is supposedly backed by his step daughter's husband <laughs> i so think you would have run out of run out of relatives because so many teams and so much stake exactly. at hand <laughs> it's interesting and one of the one of the cases i think kochi ka in in the case of kochi part of the stake is owned by a company which is based out of uh, mauritius the mauritius ka company is owned by a company that is based out of cayman islands aha so, tax haven there 
If he has to pull something off this magnitude, he need to have some history, and he has got a very eventful history to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it is said that uh, when he was 22 and was studying in the US, he was charged for trafficking cocaine. No, no, he was not charged for cocaine. He was, he was charged arrested. for assault. Two things: he was arrested for trafficking cocaine and assault with intent to kill. And ah, again, exactly. yeah, yes, and again uh, on April 2nd, 1985, uh, he was. Uh, he was put behind bars or indicted or indicted as they say for a two year sentence uh, because of some kidnapping charge and uh, la- later on he got himself transported or deported or whatever it is back to india on health grounds so he's had pretty exciting time yeah he he enjoyed himself and and ipl ceo ka naam is sundar raman who is also been questioned by it officials so let's see all let's, these let's IT, tax tax walon ka pura annual target was probably is covered in the first month itself right <laughs> everybody is getting it everybody and we don't know where it is going to end we don't know kya ho raha hai did you read about how iski uh, praful patel's daughter is involved in all these things let's not even get there i i think i think yeah you, she yeah, that the whole thing is so beautiful i mean it looks like a one big family or thing that has been started by rich people right because praful patel ki daughter is the hospitality manager for ipl Uh-huh. Uh, then Vijay Malia ki step daughter is Hang on hang on before before you move on to Vijay Malia for all our listeners uh, Praful Patel's daughter what did she do she ferried a plane a proper commercial so, plane the plane was used for transporting her and a few players to one of the matches at the IPL when it should have been used for the public you know it was a commercial yeah, it, plane it was basically a passenger flight was cancelled at the last moment and converted into a chartered flight right okay which air india officials say this happens all the time <laughs> but now the i mean the airport authority guys whoever manages that says that it cannot be done at this short notice so there is some mm. something so there is not it wasn't really official so right. um, ha so as i was saying vijay malya ki step daughter is also executive assistant to lalit modi my And god this doesn't end at all this is like arteries veins capillaries everything <laughs> intermingled yeah, So Vijay Malaya owns Royal Challengers. Yeah, and it all came out because IT officials saw a lady leaving with a bunch of files just before 30 minutes minutes before the raid happened. Hmm. So then questions were asked: "Who? Who? Who? Who?" They should make a wonderful movie out of it, and it, it, it'll sell. It'll sell. Exactly. So it's business, politics, women. It's got everything in one movie. And th- that's what that's what uh, Sunanda Pushkar has now come out and said. on her facebook page says cricket is all about gambling and girls ooh oh, well. and you know and a little bit of bad journalism <laughs> yes because you just you just talk you know, the, well if somebody sneezes you just put that as a source and you <laughs> <laughs> actually in all this you know i feel the, the person who has got hit the most is sania mirza because huh? the media wasn't there to cover her honeymoon news oops <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, enough but IPL, I guess. Enough IPL, but since we were talking about politics and what happens there, let's move on to another topic. Kapna Bharati Janata Party ka president Nitin Gadkari, he announced this huge rally, and it was supposed to be the biggest thing that happened after he took over, and he fainted during the rally. 
Oops, not a good time to be talking in the heat outside when it's about 37 degrees in Mumbai. Yeah, crazy. And you know, the highest was clocked at Bokaro, 47.2 degrees. Oh. Yeah, so back to this BJP ka rally, they were there actually to talk about the price rises and all those things. Congress is not being able to handle the inflation. And they had prepared a 20 question ka list, which mm-hmm. they handed over to the government asking for questions. But sadly, the news of Gadkari fainting <laughs> took over the entire thing and it went away. After uske baad, what the rally did was they walked down wherever they had met huh. from Ring Road, Mathura Road, India Gate, Tilakmark, Asafali Road and, and all those places and just blocked the entire traffic in Delhi. Oh boy. Nothing was moving for six hours is what they said. Man, and imagine and at the end of it all, the guy who has to deliver the speech faints and causes even more commotion. Exactly. So, so these guys, uh, you know, they should meet Barack Obama. As, uh, at least in the pictures on, on television and in the newspapers, you have Barack Obama once in a while playing with uh, a basketball. He, he's he's doing yeah. something or the other and he looks pretty fit, doesn't he? Yeah. He is fit, right? I mean, we we got his diet also, I think. It was posted oh. online. Ki, uske, kitta calorie intake and all those things. And yeah, Nitin Gadkari could... Do with a diet. Yeah, he he is a large man. He's a large man. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep it that. And in fact, what happened later on was that the next day, BJP came out and apologized for all the traffic problems that they caused. I think they take it as a symbol of power that they can bring a city down for six hours. Yes. So since we're talking about congestion problems and traffic problems, let's talk about this report that McKinsey Consulting came out with, a very high funder report saying that India will need to spend at least an additional dollar two trillion, which is almost one and a half times its current GDP over the next 20 years to provide basic services to urban population. Man, and they would have spent some percentage of that paying McKinsey to come up with a report which will not help us for the next centuries to come. Yeah. You know, you, all of us have heard about Keynes, Keynes, John Mayard Keynes, who is an yeah, economist, yeah. right? Keynes. He's got one standard reply to reports like these. He says, yeah. in the long run, see, the long run is a misleading guide to current affairs. In the long run, we are all dead. <laughs> yeah. So all those, when, when economists say in the long run, let it not be, you see, just to get two trillion to do what you said that India has to do, it's going to take a, at least two centuries to get there, get anywhere close to that. In fact, they have given a split also, okay, where this to, why the $2 trillion is required. First, they say half of it will be required to wipe out the deficit in services and half to cater to future growth. Uh, uh, they, they are saying that the urban population is going to grow to 590 million by 2030, which will be 40% of the country's population then. Mm-hmm. And then they give out all sorts of statistics, which is uh, the statistics are interesting in, in, in their own sense. They say that India is currently spending $1.17 per person on urban infrastructure and China is spending $116. New York is spending $292. Ooh. There was one UN report, since you're talking about statistics, a very recent UN report about a week back. It said that in India, there are 545 million mobile connections which serves 45% of the population when we only have enough sanitation facilities or toilets to cater right. to 366 million Indians. So the priorities right now are such that we, we do not have enough toilets, but we have more than enough mobile phones. So skewed. Totally. So this, these sort of reports go to planning commission, India Kaju planning commission and mm-hmm. uh, Alu Alia, and all those guys are using their services. Right. But just, just yesterday, 
let me tell you apta ye nariman point and in in bombay and where i live panvel mumbai 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 kay karta hai tumhi matre saheb mumbai nariman point in mumbai and panvel which is about 55 kilometers i have, I have you know checked it out uh-huh. it took me 4 hours 4 hours stuck in traffic i mean crazy crazy <laughs> i mean talking about infrastructure right right two years they spend on building this khatarnak concrete ka road and six months after the work was completed they come and start digging it up oh god that that hurts doesn't it <laughs> i mean it hurts like crazy because for two years you went by that construction site saying that when it will be complete it will be a nice ride home and all those things and within six months they come and dig the whole thing up because now they have to build a flyover there oh really i thought they want to put in some telephone lines that's what happens generally no, they, no, they come and dig up flyovers i mean Yeah, Mumbai. See, in the next ten years, you if if you're going from point A to point B, you'll just see the rooftops. Right. That that's how they they are doing it. But right now, I mean, come on. So I'm wondering no. whether they are using the statistics correctly because if that is that is what has happened, that means that place cannot take enough vehicles. That's why they plan to build a flyover. So their work that they did for two years. So before you could get to stage A to cater to stage A demands, it has we have already reached some C or D. Exactly. It, Well, it's okay. But don't get surprised. It's not the first time that is happening, Aditya. No, it's not. not. But I think you know there has to be. We talk about eight percent, and I tweeted this out. I got a lot of responses on it. You see that eight percent pe hamlo grow kar rahe hain. India is growing at eight percent, falana dimka, and all these things. But there is nothing inside. There is no respite inside. Mm. On ground, you see no change at all. The inefficiencies that you that were there ten years back are still there. and what are we talking about to growth ho raha hai to kiska growth ho raha hai kahin kuch to ho raha hai kuch 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 ho raha hai aditya tum nahi samjhoge that's what shahrukh khan said it's i know i know it's probably beyond our understanding but it's really annoying come on i mean it is it is i am with i am not arguing at all i am with you i stay sometimes and sometimes what happens is there is a, a rule that comes out saying that all city roads should be done up in concrete now city should have concrete road hmm. so no matter what the condition of the current road is whether it's good or bad <laughs> they dig up all the roads and all at the same time all at the same time that's then that's the key oh boy because another road i used to travel on was beautiful okay beautiful tar road no khaddas no nothing and then they dig it up karun kaka that's that Sagar Karun Daga is what they would have. The politicians or the bureaucrats would have been saying, "Man." They especially pick the time before rainy season so that life can be made more miserable. Then, ah, oh, well, man. That's uh, why we vote our politicians so that they can keep messing up and fixing those yeah, things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that is what is happening. Let's move on to the next topic and talk about a good news this time. Oberoi Hotel, which had undergone massive damages during the 2611 attacks. has been reopened has been done up and has been reopened it's going to be open to public from today what they have done is there are no structural changes to so bar se you won't see anything but andar se 90% of the hotel was damaged completely what they have also done is they released a few details about it the number of rooms have gone down in fact from 327 to 287 while the number of suites has increased to 73 jo pehle 22 tha but you know what tell me one thing aditya this is a new story which says all right there was something that happened unfortunately on on xyz date on on 2611 now they have built up the infrastructure 
so why is it the news it's like okay good luck to them and we we hope that they they get started with their business but when the newspapers also report that show of solidarity and it's it's about a normal place being done up because it was damaged full stop yes it is but now they are also what the spin that they have put on is that usually a hotel a five star hotel or a heritage hotel which is known you, you know for example taj ka ballroom will always remain taj ka ballroom but mm-hmm. here what they have done is they have redone the whole thing they have also changed the jo famous restaurants the andar and all those things they have changed the names they have said that there is just too much history there were too many people who got killed here mm. and when people those people revisit we don't want them to see the same walls see the same flooring and all those things so jo kandahar tiffin and bayview harbor ye jo the jab all those restaurants were there have been changed the everything i mean it's not yeah. recognizable is what people say uh-huh. so and in fact this was done by prs oberoi who is the 81 year old malak he had a competition in amongst his employees to come up with names best of luck so to them see. yes good luck let's see aage jaake next story etel has launched a live aarti on your cell phone now for those who are not religiously kya bolte hai who are not into prayers and standing in those huge lines etc you have no reason now so what happened so you can stream online video or is it that you can listen to live aarti through your cell phone is it one of the yes. so basically a value added service called live aarti that enables subscribers to listen to live prayers from a few selected temples or shrines from across the country mm. uh, for now the temples who have you know signed up is the first of all tirupati balaji temple siddh vinayak in mumbai uh, sai baba from shirdi gurdwara bangla sahib and then they are also going to keep on adding new players new places into this service so i think beautiful uh, beautiful uh, step from bharti airtel because it's such a major market you know the vast industry the the maximum downloads of caller tunes and uh, ringtones are of de- devotional songs so when you call yeah. someone up you could listen to hare rama hare krishna or some devotional song or the other they are tapping that market and in fact you know in the south there are places where you know when you have to buy a new car or a new anything that is auspicious for your house then you you see to it that you do not buy it on a particular day or on that day you do not buy it during certain time periods like yeah. rahul kal so they have sms alerts which say that do not buy during these two hours or buy now this is the time <laughs> so imagine that so you subscribe 30 rupees per month to get sms alerts so you don't have to have a calendar in a calendar so all those troubles have been outsourced so that's in fact it's funny that you mentioned that because the basic wo bolte na 3 p's a of what marketing mm, marketing price, price positioning and what is the product price place promotion yay ah, full marks yeah, <laughs> yeah. 4 p's not 3 p's 4 p's similarly in mobile vas they call it abcd of content ah. which is astrology bollywood cricket and devotion wow wow this is this is where they make money and and if you look at it you, so tu jo bol raha tha that comes into astrology probably astrology that and it, it doesn't end there because i remember you telling me that uh, your brother elder brother in the us i think you had once upon a time streamed a live ganpati aarti at your place in panvel to him in the us so he he just stood there and maybe he just yeah it was it was pretty simple and we just did it it was a private thing ganpati is fun right it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a very kya bolte it's an exhibition wala ye hota hai occasion so right. ganpati aarti was just streamed to him so it's interesting it's a very good way of tech using technology one of my colleagues i don't know if i've said this before but there is a big dent on his laptop screen and the reason <laughs> is that 
uh, his uh, wallpaper is that of a ganpati and every time he gets up from his chair he touches that uh, the feet of the ganpati and so he's done that so many times that there is a small black mark that you can see on that <laughs> that's right that's too much god sells in uh, like nothing man nothing yeah absolutely so abhi ye service jo live aartis hai subscribers will have to pay one time fee of 5 rupees and then a daily fee of rupees 2 per shrine uh, per shrine the next step is you can send your prayers uh, and wishes to the deities <laughs> oh man this is beautiful marketing isn't it yes sir it it's is interactive exactly. interactive so it's allowing the disciples and the devotees to contribute back like user generated content yeah so it's like you know bhagwan mera pehla number aane de right before the results come out yeah let's like get a promotion <laughs> I think you can actually send all these things to the God now. Beautiful, beautiful. So it is. There is a service called Prayer Box for Siddhivinayak Temple, which is uh, done up by Moj Telecom. Moj is, you know, one of those companies in India. So you can send an SMS <laughs> or leave a voicemail for God. Marketing case study. Howard should cover this. It is. I mean, I know that you write for for the Economist now on the on the blog. They have the blog called Babbage. This is a perfect story for them. Isn't it? Oh, I mean, why? I, I don't write for the Economist. That's too, too huge a statement. I just got to contribute one article there. And it was, it was about you. I mean, for all the ones who haven't checked it out, go go log on to economist.com/blogs/babbage, and there you'll find an article on Aditya of how Aditya's bhaji or pujari during his wedding, he picks up his cell phone in the middle of the ceremony, and he starts. You know, you know that, right? I remember this. Yeah. He starts yeah. chanting. He, so he picks up the phone in the middle of the the, the Sanskrit chanting, and uh, he, he increases his baritone so that the guy at the other end knows that okay he's in the middle of a ceremony, and then he cuts the phone. So it's like yeah. beautiful. It's it's everywhere. The mobile phones are everywhere. Value added services. But this is great. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> I mean, I frankly I didn't know that we could make money out of this, but apparently there's a lot of money being made here. Oh, it's D of devotion. I think that's A B C D. Wala, I think the maximum is. E. is from d yeah oh well interesting but uh, you know the biggest innovation of mobile phones has come from a guy in pune called santosh otswal who I who know. has helped farmers to start their irrigation pumps using a mobile phone That's yeah now for those who are listening it doesn't sound to be a big deal but he did this in 98 okay it was a big deal then and you should go and hear the podcast abhishek got a chance to talk to him you should hear him talk about the problems that the farmers were facing real problems it's it's not something like sending a prayer or using the prayer box set up by moch telecom oh, these are right. real problems real problems i mean problems as simple as the farmer has to get up at 12 midnight and walk a few kilometers to the farm to start his pump because electricity only comes during the nights secondly he could get a shock there because he has to work on a, in a lantern thirdly i mean there are sea snakes there are panthers is what he was saying and these are real problems which are being faced by farmers in madhya pradesh odisha maharashtra vidarbha application of technology to solve life problems so, and the best part is i mean there there's this part in the podcast itself where he says that i'm that there was a phase in his life where he, you know he he it went it all went down and he started questioning his existence and all those things that i thought was the best part in that podcast you know apart from the great stuff oh, he is so, very modest so yeah i mean sincere request to all you guys go listen to it just to listen to the man talk and this there are a few things you know which, which are taught to us in our uh, marketing books he did exactly that without being an mba and did it 
a million times better like listening to the farmers brainstorming with them getting yeah. them together without without talking about three and four p's like we've done but go listen to it go listen to it i think you'll like it yeah definitely and i while hearing him talk there was a sense of accomplishment that i could actually feel while he was laughing about things when he said abhishek can you imagine i am exporting to egypt i am exporting to australia can you believe that i mean yeah. so for us who work in multinational companies and all those things going to us and all this it's not a big deal but listen to this guy he came from nowhere and he's so excited about about small things that we think are small and listen to it in the morning you know you'll think about it it's a good time because i did that <laughs> while traveling to uh, while traveling in train and i felt happy for the rest of the day you know Yeah, great guy, modest guy, humble guy. Reminded me of the CEO of Dabawala Association, whom we had got to do a podcast with. You see, all these guys who do good jobs, they do not talk about themselves. Very modest guys. They don't market themselves. I mean, he, he, this guy is is perfect. I mean, you know, he got a he got an uh, award from Nokia, etc. But these are the guys who should be getting Padma awards. Today, in today's world, I guess it will be an insult if you give them that, those awards. Yeah, that's true too. Anyways, so next story B was related to mobile. Government of JNK had banned for a short time SMS to be used in Jammu and Kashmir. You know, they said that postpaid subscribers in Jammu and Kashmir will not be able to send out SMSs, and for prepaid customers, they'll be able to send around ten SMSs. Yeah, that's right. Day. Yeah, ten SMSs per day, and this will apply to all twelve operators in the state. Yes, but they've revoked this because uh, obviously of many protests that they had received. But I think the idea there was, and I think I'm with Omar Abdullah on this one. He said that the companies who send out bulk SMSs can yeah. misuse the database, and it's very easy to uh, send a rumor here and there about something going off somewhere in Srinagar, which is very sensitive. You know, that's border yes. area. So he did it thinking that it would definitely be of some help, thinking the greater good of J and K and the the people there. But obviously, it backfired. then the home ministry has also come back and said that you know we understand why they did it and they agree with the motive yeah the sentiment with which omar abdullah did that but they'll have to find some other way of doing it they can't just go ahead and do this yeah that's true in so fact they, there are not many countries who have done this you know there in, in toga that's a sub saharan african country wahan pe they had banned smss why because politicians would send a lot of smss to ask people to vote and mislead and all of that so it is considered to be if you ban communication it is considered to be a sign of being backward that Ooh. you know so you cannot do that in china they have done it because in china the government needs to know exactly what people are texting to other people they said we want to see if there is any pornographic short message service being exchanged between two or more people so we are going to ban it and i don't know how they are going to check it because obviously there is no web spider that will crawl and find out words which are obscene but they have, uh. they have some some kind of way to track that and any obscene any any tiger woods in china will never be born because he'll never have a chance to text chain one like uh, me <laughs> <laughs> a quick question what what are the residents of toga called togans nahi i don't know i i tried doing a google search Tokens sounds good. Yeah, tokens. Let's go with tokens. Let's go yeah. with tokens. Yeah. So who would have imagined in a podcast about Indians talking about <laughs> India, a token would have had a mention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's about it uh, for episode number one hundred and sixteen. If you have uh, anything to contribute or comment on whatever we said, please log on to www. theindicas. com. Hey, dude, we totally forgot to talk about our ad- advertisers. I forgot about. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but so let's do that uh, huh. uh, if you want to 
you, you have been enjoying Indicast for a long time. Okay. Now it's time that you support us in some small way by getting what you want. But at the same time, we get some credit as well. So make my trip has provided us an affiliate code. All you have to do is go to make my trip dot and you can get access to all sorts of travel deals for airfare, bus bookings, international or domestic airfare is what I meant. Hotel bookings fee and and just do that so that we get credit for referring you to them. It's just a small amount that we get. Nothing extra is charged to you. Okay, you will you will still pay for the same amount that you will otherwise going directly to make my trip. And the service is good. Okay, I've used it. I've been using it. I just booked a couple of tickets again for my for my parents who are flying to Ladakh. So it works out. So just help us out there. Go to makemytrip.theindicas.com. Also, oneandone.theindicas.com. They are our web hosts and domain registrars. Uh, they are giving out hosting packages for free for the next six months. Go to oneandone.theindicas.com and you can get sign up for one of the hosting packages available. Six months free hosting, unlimited bandwidth. Mm. Check them out, oneandone.theindicas.com. Yes, ha, now we can end up. Huh? Uh, <laughs> so, so that's about it. Don't forget to follow us also on Twitter. I am at AC Mahatre. Abhishek is... I'm at Abhishek Kumar. A-B-H-I-S-H-E-K-U-M-A-R, single K. Yep. And don't hey, follow. By the way, I'm not. I I have hardly one tenth of the followers that Aditya has. So guys out there, please, Abhishek Kumar. I promise <laughs> I'm going to send uh, far more interesting tweets than Aditya. I don't tweet as as far, as often that Aditya does. But come on, show some respect to me, guys. Hundred hundred followers is what sister has got more followers than me. See, this is this is why. Sir, dosti dost ke peet also follow me. That's all. Also, okay. he said also. Huh? He said yeah. Also. That's about it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And don't forget to listen to the Santosh Oswal podcast. Now, bye. Seriously, bye. 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 Us on iTunes, okay? iTunes has this particular page where you can go and put up what you, whatever you think. I'm not asking you to put in good things about us. Good things would help if you like us. Just be honest about it and review our podcast. It helps us grow in ranking and then it will be featured on iTunes, etc. Blah blah blah. Get more listeners, grow the community, and all those good things will happen. So just log on to iTunes. If you're subscribed to iTunes, just go to iTunes and Indica search. Karo. Just put in. Uh, a review for us please okay thank you that's all and that's the last thing that I'm going to ask from you sure mother promise god promise mother promise god promise all right so that's the last word from Aditya let's wrap up episode number 116 theindicast.com is the site bye bye